When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome back to the John Clay Podcast. I'm John Clay, sports columnist with the Lakes and Arrow Leader and Kentucky.com. The Kentucky State High School football season kicks off this Friday, August 19, 2022. So my guest on the podcast is the Lexington Herald Leader and Kentucky.com preps writer Jared Peck. I talked to Jared about the top players in the state, specifically the players who have already committed to Division I schools or have offers from Division I schools. We talked about some other players as well, but we tried to zero in on those guys and and jared talked about where you can go out and see them this weekend yeah want to go out and take a look for yourself and judge the talents of these players there's a lot of good players in the state this year Uh, kentucky's already gotten several commitments from in-state players they've made offers to several more jared talks about those players and then at the end of the my interview with uh, jared we talked about the top teams in the state the teams that jared is looking forward to seeing this year and this weekend uh not just uh, around the state but specifically locally uh, in lexington and in the central kentucky area so let's not waste any time let's get right to it my interview with jared peck the preps writer for the lexington Herald leader and kentucky.com Okay, my guest now on the podcast is the Lexington Herald leader and Kentucky.com preps writer extraordinaire, Jared Peck. Jared, how's it going? It's going well. We got uh, high school football starting uh, Friday night, and uh, it's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, all Jared's preview stuff is now uh, dropping almost daily, being posted almost daily, uh, some sometimes more than one daily, on Kentucky.com. Be sure and check all of that out as we lead into Friday. Uh, but specifically for this, for the purposes of this podcast, we're going to talk about one story in particular. And Jared's done a ton of stories, previews on all the classes, uh, story on the coaches, the uh, players in Lexington, the local players. But we're going to concentrate on Kentucky football's in-state recruiting targets, where to watch Kentucky football's in-state recruiting targets in 2022, uh, which is basically kind of a roundup of the top players uh, in Kentucky or the top seniors, I presume, in Kentucky, uh, ones who have already gotten offers and ones who uh, have already committed, uh, that sort of thing, and where they could where they might play. Is this a good year, Jared, for uh, high school football in Kentucky as far as college prospects go? Well, there are a few lesser, uh, you know, last year we had about 26 when I wrote this story. This yeah. year we have 21. I would say the top end uh, this year is not as high. It's we. I really don't know who's going to win Mr. Football. Last year's Mr. Football uh, was a player who was in our top 
uh, Herald Leader 100 Top 10, Isaac Dixon. He was a fifth-year senior. He won Mr. Football, and I believe he's walking on at UK. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, you know, he had a fantastic uh, championship game. But, of course, there's also Dane Key, who played for Frederick Douglass and who, is, who uh, graduated early, spent spring practice with the Cats, right. uh, made a pretty big impression. People think he's going to be playing uh, this year. Uh, no, no rest for that kid. Uh, there's also, uh, that was, you know, last year's our number one, probably the number one recruit in Kentucky was Dane Key. Uh, we don't have a Dane Key type player maybe this year, or even a Jagger Burton type player who was an offensive lineman from the year before, who also signed for the cast, also played high school ball for Frederick Douglass. Um, he was a co-mister football that year, um, because, uh, you know, just how renowned he was as a, alignment and uh, i think he's probably going to see time this year for the cats but you know my you know reason why i reached out to you is because there is some great high school football play people who don't watch friday night lights are missing out but if you are interested in cats and you're interested in kentucky football recruiting there's plenty of great players playing right now probably uh the most impressive of which is not even a, a senior this year but uh, we have uh Cutter Bowley at LCA, oh, yeah. who is a soft, sophomore quarterback. He was offered by Alabama uh, this past summer, and that uh, kind of turned everybody's heads. Now, at, he was at Leroux County, and they've moved up here to Lexington, and he's playing for, for Lexington Christian, and they have a pretty big test uh, this Friday night. They play Madison Central, who is a 6A team, and is a really pretty good 6A team. They're top 10. I think they were number four preseason in class 6a and uh lexington christian is a class 2a team they're number two uh, class 2a team they're not a regular 2a team uh it's them and beachwood are are kind of heads above everybody else in 2a or have been for a little while and they played in the last two finals and lexington christian can go up and 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 beat some 6a teams i'm not saying they can beat trinity or saint x or male uh, but they went to Madison Central last year in this game with a different quarterback, uh, a kid who's going to be playing, uh, Drew Nevis, who's going to be playing wide receiver this year because uh, Bowley's got his spot. Uh, but Bowley's a 6'6 kid. He's 200 pounds. I came from LaRue County. He didn't light up the stat book in LaRue County. He only passed for like 1,000 yards. Um, but, man, he is he has shown out in the camps over the spring and gotten a ton of offers. Um, including that Alabama offer. I've seen him play a scrimmage. I've seen him practice. You know, 6'6 is a nice problem to have. And, uh, you know, he's the younger uh, brother of a former, or, well, you can't say former, but a Miss Kentucky basketball from maybe 2016, Aaron Bowley, who went on to play. At, she played at Elizabethtown, and she went on to play at Notre Dame and then later Oregon, mm-hmm. um, who won a national championship, I think, in the COVID year. Um, but or after the COVID year. Um, but uh, he's an impressive looking kid. And he, his coach, uh, Doug Charles says he can make all the throws, puts a nice zip on the ball. I didn't, you know, I was at their practice last night. I didn't see him miss a connection Really, <laughs> in their run through. I mean, it was r- right there. Now, Madison central is not a kind of regular six, a team. They stood toe to toe with the state championship last year. They stood toe to toe with a, a Louisville powerhouse and actually had a 21-0 lead on them in the first half. And when Lexington Christian played Madison Central, it was the season opener last year. And Madison Central has a, you know, Mike Holcomb, who's 
a Breathitt County legend, won three titles with Breathitt County. He's, he was started, uh, he came over to Madison Central last year and led them to 10 wins in the region championship and almost took him to the state final in his first season. So that's not going to be an easy out. It's going to be really testing Cutter Bowley this weekend. And, and you know, we're going to see if he's a little shaky starting out. I saw him play against scrimmage against Bryan Station. He's a little shaky early, and then he settled down. Really? But, I mean, that should be a spectacular game. Madison Central is going for Holcomb's 300th win on Friday. I mean, the storylines just keep spilling out of this game. Um, Madison Central has a U.K. commit on their team. He's 6'8", 280, offensive lineman Malachi Wood. Right. Um, so if you like big dudes – that's the biggest dude on the field. I think he plays. <laughs> I think he plays both sides of the ball. He'll be easy um, to spot. Is that what you're saying? He will not be hard to spot uh, in Richmond this weekend or any day of the week. If you see him, in, if you see him in the Walmart, that's Malachi Wood. Um, uh, it's uh, he's he is uh, unreal. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure he he was on the basketball team, but he didn't play. I don't know what the actual issue was, but it's like if I was the basketball coach. I would just <laughs> put him out Stick there and go, out there, huh? stand, stand here, six eight two eight two eighty. But then there's there's more things going on. We got uh, you know over in uh, Franklin County, uh, probably the you know the top player who won was number one in our preseason Herald Leader hundred list was Caden uh, uh, Mormon, who's a running back slash athlete. He's five eleven two oh five. He was in. He was a pretty key player two years ago when Franklin County made it to the Class 4A state finals. Uh, last year, he scored running. He scored receiving. He scored a couple of kickoff returns. Uh, he's a load. And they're playing Scott County this weekend um, at, at the Great Crossing High School where Scott County plays their home games right now until they build their new school. Mm-hmm. Um, he he kind of ran over them a little bit last year. He's a 1,000-yard rusher. Um, he's a weapon. Uh, Scott County is a top 10 class 5A team. Uh, they've seen him before, so it'll be a good test for, for him. But uh, Franklin County is also a really good team that has a defense that, that plays Scott County tough generally. But Caden uh, uh, Morton is another exciting kid. Uh, he's a three-star recruit. He got more offers than just UK. Um, and he committed to and, and he, he he is in the fold, right? Um, so uh, he, he he can uh, he gets the tough yards, and he can also break away. So that's pretty exciting. Here in Lexington, if you're here in Lexington, Frederick Douglass, who has turned out Dane Key and turned out Jagger Burton and turned out Walker Parks for Clemson a couple of years ago, who's an right. offensive lineman for Clemson. Um, you know, Douglas has a bunch of, uh, UK, uh, kids, uh, on there. One, one of them is a commit Ty Bryant. Uh, he's a three-star athlete. He's going to play defensive back and running back for, for Douglas again this year. Douglas was our number one class 5A team. Uh, Bryant is a big part of that. Um, he, you know, if they made him a, a running back, and didn't put him in committee. I mean, he could be a thousand yard rusher at running back, uh, but they, they save him because he also needs to play DB <laughs> in class five. A, uh, you know, the, the Frederick Douglass secondary has all D one offers in, in, in the secondary, wow. like four positions, safety, uh, you know, Isaiah Kinney had a, 
uh, is a three-star according to rivals and he plays safety. Um, he's got a UK offer. Uh, they have another kid, Jeremiah Lowe, who I think has got a Michigan offer. They have another kid uh, that's got an offer from Northwestern. Um, I'm probably mixing up Jeremiah Lowe and, and the other kid. Uh, you know, UK offers have been made to another uh, offensive lineman, D'Amico Kennedy, 6'2", 270. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamarion uh, <clears throat> Harkless, who had uh, blown up at camps over the, uh, the spring and the summer, um, and just, you know, had went from two offers from nobody to 15 offers from Power 5 schools. Um, he committed to Illinois a couple of weeks ago, and then he's decommitted last week from Illinois. So he's back on the board. And if you, want, if you want to see him, he's out there. Uh, and he, he does have a Kentucky offer. Um, and he's part of the reason why, you know, Douglas is so good. You know, their head coach with, you know, played offensive line um, for Marshall. And, you know, their defensive uh, coordinator also played offensive line for center. And they take pride in how they develop offensive linemen, defensive linemen in that. And uh, there's a bunch of offers out there for them. They play Brian Station this weekend. Uh, Brian Station uh, has J.T. Haskins, who's a Louisville, uh, J.T. Haskins Jr., who's a Louisville legacy, and he has an offer from Louisville. Um, and, uh, you know, our friends at Rivals uh, wrote about the Brian Station's uh, impressive two, class of 2024 and how they're getting some looks in Kentucky's kind of taking some looks at them, including Haskins and a few other kids. Really? Um, so, you know, Brian Station is probably our number six team in Class 6A. Frederick Lucas is our number one team in Class 5A. Uh, last year, I, I, I might be making this number up, but it seemed like the gate for the Douglas-Brian Station game at Brian Station was 7,000 people. Wow. And um, they're both you know, still really good. And I expect the Frederick Douglass High School's football stadium to be jam-packed this Friday night, as will the Madison Central uh, one for, for the Cutter Bowl, the LCA game. Um, I can just keep going on here. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's crazy. We have, you know, Pookie Jones' uh, son. You Everybody remembers Pookie Jones from U.K. football, U.K. Uh, baseball back in the – Seems like 90s, early 90s. Uh, his, his son, Jacob Jones, is a three-star recruit at quarterback. He runs in a spread offense at West Jessamine. Uh, they open up at home against Bourbon County uh, Friday night. Uh, Bourbon uh, County is coached by a former U.K. player, I think, David Jones. Right? right. I got that right? So, that I mean, right. all kinds of U.K. All kinds of UK connections there. I've got so much going on in my head, John. <laughs> I don't know what – I could be making people up. You would never know. But the, your listeners might figure it out. Yeah, they might let you know about it. They might I could let be you making know about it. all okay. this up right now. We, 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 you know, who knows if these people are real? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Okay, well, we're going to take a little short break so you can clear your head, and then we'll yeah. get right back to focusing. So uh, we'll be right back in just a minute with Jared Peck, the high school writer for Kentucky.com and the Lexington Herald Leader. Okay. Okay. Back with Jared Peck uh, with the Herald Leader and Kentucky.com. Jared, what about uh, uh, you talked about the Kentucky commitments? By my count, they have five commitments from, I'm talking about the UK commits from in state. Another one is the kid right. from Boyle County. Do they play this Friday? 
Uh, let's see. I believe you're that? talking about Tommy Zeismer. Correct. Zeismer, right? Correct. And yeah, he's a big kid. He's an edge rusher. Um, they do play this week, and they play Madison, Indiana, I believe. Oh, okay. A team that they've, uh, which is why it's not really on my board. That team came to Kentucky last year and played in this bowl game, um, and they didn't really play very well, which okay. is why it's not. Wasn't on my radar. I think Boyle's going to run them. Okay. Boyle's got bigger games ahead. Boyle, Boyle County, right. um, yeah, they played Madison Consolidated Indiana on Saturday in the Little Caesars Fort Herod Bowl at okay. uh, Mercer County. So they're playing at Mercer County, which Mercer County's new head coach is Craig Yeast. Right. That's UK right. Uh, legend. Another yeah, UK Craig guy. Yeast is cool. there. Um, unreal. Um, so he's, he's the new head coach at Mercer County. He came from Kentucky Westland over – um, you know, I guess uh, that job opened up you know, way back in February. So he's had the program for a while, ran them through spring practice. He'll be coaching on the same field where he played at, uh, you know, Harrodsburg High. Right. Because uh, right. Mercer, Mercer County plays on the old Harrodsburg High football field. Right. So that's going to be a historic moment for him. I mean, it's going to be a really nice moment. They host Tate's Creek on Saturday in the 8 p.m. game. Uh, Tommy Zeismer is going to be playing in the uh, for Boyle County um, in the uh, see five p.m. game, okay. and then you know uh, Boyle County's got another couple of kids out there. One of them we're not going to see, unfortunately, because I think he was at a UK camp this summer. Dakota Patterson, uh, who he he'd come over from Corbin. Uh, he was a three star. He is a three star, six uh, three, wide receiver, and he's listed as athlete by. 247sports.com, but you know he had transferred to Boyle County uh, to be back with his old coach Justin Haddix, where Haddix coached Corbin three years ago. Right. So he's been in Boyle County and only won two state titles in Class 4A since he's been at Boyle County. So he knows <laughs> what he's doing. I guess the Pattersons figured out they would come over there, but unfortunately, I believe he he tore his ACL early June or late May. And so he's he's going to be rehabbing and watching, I would imagine. But uh, Boyle County has another uh, kid offered, uh, sophomore uh, running back slash defensive end, six one two ten, a kid named Brock Driver, who we haven't seen a whole lot about. But I expect him to be a, a big part of the Boyle County offense um, this year. Um, you know, generally, you know, after you get through your freshman year, unless you're just a freak, sophomore is the year where you start making your impact. Um, lots of times. So, you know, Brock, Brock Driver's got uh, the UK offer, and he's been looked at by some some other folks. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where you know Boyle County lost a couple of they lost a quarterback. Um, uh, they lost a kid who he's walking on to UK this year. Uh, so we don't know what the offense really is going to look like uh, from Boyle County. So I would imagine this uh, this kid Brock Driver sophomore is going to be a pretty big part. Um, going back down through my list, uh, you know, part of, another part of the, the battle of El- Elkhorn Creek this weekend where Scott County and, and Caden Mormon and Franklin County play. Uh, we have Greg Crossing, who has a, a, a three-star uh, edge rusher who's a senior this year, Orion Fisher. He's 6'6", 210. Really? Uh, had a breakout season. Last, he got his offer last year ahead of the season. He got um, – he got injured in the, kind of like the games that I was watching, but um, running around the edge, you know, they have 
Uh, I forget to, I believe they're playing Western Hills this weekend. Uh, so, you know, Great Crossing, I think, is, is going to have the better of that game. But, you know, it's a doubleheader in, at Great Crossing High School. The facilities there are unbelievable, virtually unmatched facilities at Great Crossing High School since they built that thing three years ago. If you if you have a chance to, to head out there on the bypass and see that school, you will be amazed. It's got the soccer field on one side. It's got the football field on the other side. Uh, the the Warhawks and Cardinals share the field, so one end zone has Warhawks on it, and one end zone has Cardinals on it. And then you know Scott Scott County in a couple of years is going to build a brand new Scott County High School two miles away down that bypass, and it's going to be a pretty much a mirror uh, of this this high school. And Scott County is going to have its own facility. Wow. So, but uh, it's a it's a you know tenth or eleventh wonder of the world over there. <laughs> great crossing and worth just seeing if you don't even care about people just driving by it it's it's ridiculous um let's see who else we got we got thor uh gavin chadwell uh opens up this weekend uh our josh moore who upped and left us uh he did a story about gavin chadwell uh playing basketball mm-hmm. for uh knox central uh this past year because they're they're in the same basketball uh region as a reed shepherd but uh you know they play clay county at home on, on uh saturday uh gavin chadwell they call him thor because he literally looks like thor he's six five two thirty five he's just a junior he plays tight end he's had a uk offer for a while um go down the list uh uk up and offered a, a kid at manual uh, this uh, past summer, his name is—it's uh, a great name for an offensive lineman. He's just a freshman, and he got this offer. Wow. His name on everywhere you can find him is David Pancake Pellman. <laughs> <laughs> his nickname is Pancake. He puts in all his social media. Does he? Six-three-two uh, ninety freshman, and they've got a good game this weekend. They play at Central, which is a Class Four A powerhouse and won several state titles under uh their the, the late coach there but they're still really good uh under their new coach <laughs> yeah i'm looking at his um, uh twitter uh page right now his <laughs> handle is pancake pellman that's correct pancake pellman so that's a crowd favorite right there john i right. mean can't come go on wrong with that no you can't i think he's recruited right he, he, he should just go ahead you know whoever whoever wants him should just take him for that Right there. Right. Um, uh, going going back through the list, uh, we got uh, North Harden with a, a few recruits. So North Harden's kind of fallen on some hard times. But uh, who's the backup running back that was from North Harden? Uh, uh, Lavelle Wright. No, but Lavelle Wright. I mean, he's looked really good when he's been on the field, right? Right. He I mean, is. Yeah, he's I mean, got a lot of potential. It's, it's, a, it's a mystery why he hasn't, hasn't played a whole lot yet. But there's three more players from North Harden. Uh, on this list that uh, have offers, Trayvon Alexander, six six uh, three forty offensive tackle, Sean Boykins Jr., six one eighty five athlete, probably wide receiver DB, I would imagine, and then uh, Darius Wiley, who's a six six two thirty five junior tight end defensive end. Uh, so North Arden games are, have got that going for them down down in Elizabethtown. Uh, they play Bowling Green, who is a Class five A powerhouse. North Harden's a Class 6A team. Uh, North Harden has been a, a state semifinal 
uh, team for a lot of years. I mean, they've been really good. They came up here and, and played Frederick Douglass a few years ago, um, and that was a game that was decided at the buzzer or at the horn by a field goal with Lavelle right on the field. Um, so, you know, North Harden is, is, and we know our Mark Story loves North Harden because he's from there. Um, so, uh, you know, three U K recruits from there. If you're, you're out there, you can go a little farther west and see a, a three star junior offensive tackle. And I know offensive tackles are not that big, but when you get big guys and in state, I mean, you gotta, you gotta get those guys. If right. there's a kid walking around six, five, 300. <laughs> right. in your state that's got to be your guy right. and he's got three star stars that's got to be your guy right. so lonesboro has got one of those guys his name's jack Lindsay. he's a junior six five two eighty then taylor county's got one of those guys six five two ninety five junior offensive tackle hayes johnson right. uh the taylor county plays louisville holy cross at home uh this weekend i think holy louisville holy cross is among one of our better teams and then uh you know, Owensboro has got St. X, uh, the defending Class 6A championship. Uh, Owensboro is going to Louisville to play the, the defending 6A champs. Um, and, and Owensboro is really good. They, um, they will be in the, in the mix for the Class 5A semifinals and, and finals again this year. They've got a, they had a younger team last year and, and, you know, had their quarterback like leave after the third game to go to Rutgers. And still played pretty well. Uh, made it to the state semifinals, I believe, against Frederick Douglass last year. And, and Douglass went on to the, the finals. Um, and then the last one I got for you, John, is a, a kid named Maki Smith at Woodford County. Woodford County, uh, coached by UK's you know alum Dennis Johnson. Right. Um, right. Uh, you know he he's he's been at UK for. Several, or, you know, he's been at Woodford County, excuse me, for several years. They've kind of, you know, been poor to mediocre. Well, last year they were not that. Last year, everything went right for Woodford County right up until the state semifinal game against eventual state champion South Warren. They were 12 and 0. They had kids making plays everywhere. And they've got this uh, sophomore this year, Maki Smith, who got himself a UK offer. Um, it, uh, you know, he's a does he play wide receiver and safety, which seems to be like what everybody plays, don't they? Uh, everybody yeah. plays wide receiver and safety. safety. Right. <laughs> but um, big playmaker for them. I would uh, see what else. Who else is who else is on him? Nobody else is on him yet. He's uh-huh. UK's his offer. Um, but yeah, six two one seventy five uh, should be. A dynamic play playmaker for Woodford County. Woodford County should be really good again this year. Um, they they are at. Uh, let's see who do they have at home. They start out with uh, they're playing at Glasgow in a bowl uh, okay. doubleheader against Larue County, which that would have been something where you know if Cutter Bowley had stayed at Larue County, that would have been a heck of a, mm-hmm. a game. But we don't know what's going to go on there, but. Uh, uh, they're playing in the Glasgow game. Okay. What else you want to know, John? Okay. Well, now that you've talked about the players, <laughs> uh, who, uh, just give us a kind of a brief roundup of who are the top teams, who are the teams to watch, uh, and be sure to check out all of Jared's. He's got uh, previews of all the classes. But overall, who are the teams you are most interested in seeing this year? 
Well, like I said, I'm interested in seeing that Douglas Bryant Station game. Uh, I can't wait to go to an LCA game this year. Um, you know, I think Douglas is going to be really good. Uh, in Class 6A in town, uh, we have two top 10 teams, which is Bryant Station and Paul Lawrence Dunbar. Mm-hmm. And Dunbar has got some kids that are getting some smaller college offers. Um, interested to see the rebuilding projects at, you know, Lafayette has a new coach. Tates Creek has a new coach. Right. Lexington Catholic has a new coach. I'm interested to see uh, what what those teams do. I mean, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm interested to see whether Great Crossing can beat Scott County because those that's the, you know, Scott County split into those two schools a few years ago. And Great Crossing, if they could have taken care of the ball in the red zone, would have would have gotten that historic win last year. And mm-hmm. uh, th- those two teams, Class 5A teams, are pretty evenly matched. Um, another thing we're going to see is well, LCA is going to go to Pikeville uh, this year and play the defending Class A champions. Uh, you know, their ch- coach Doug Charles is from Pikeville, so we're going to see you know LCA and Pikeville play each other probably year over year as long as those two coaches there, Chris McNamee and and uh, Doug Charles, uh, both Pikeville products. Um, you know, uh, got a Jim uh, got uh, Coach Cherico over at uh, Clark County. You know he won a state championship with Paintsville, and you know I expect him to get Clark County in shape. Clark County has another one of those schools with a magnificent facility. Their their high school basketball gym so so nice that they're holding state volleyball and state wrestling at uh, George Rogers College High School for the last two years because of how spectacular the basketball facility is, and that team won the basketball. Uh, State Sweet 16, Boys Sweet 16 last year. Um, But, you know, you know, in Class 6A, it's always male and St. X and and Trinity. And people just think that that's a foregone conclusion. And really, you know, the the teams out in the state, Madison Central was so close to just being in that game. You know, going in that game and, uh, you know, up – 14-0, 21-0 Fourteen nothing, twenty-one nothing on St. X, and that was the eventual state champion. And people think there's just no hope to ever beat those Louisville teams. It's like it's there, mm-hmm. it it can be done. Um, and so you know, there's some good Class Six A teams out there. Now I'm not saying everybody. You know, it's going to take a lightning strike for one of those teams to beat the big three, uh, but it can happen. And Class Five A is as competitive as 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 it's ever been. We've had, you know, South Warren state champion, Covenant Catholic state champion, um, Bowling Green state champion the last three years. Douglas has been right there on that doorstep here in Lexington uh, and just hasn't been able to get over the hump to win that game. They've been, you know, the other team's big player, Caden Veldkamp last year with South Warren. And then two years ago, um, you know, Baby Grock, uh, uh, Meyer, uh, who's now at Notre Dame, right. uh, just made the biggest play of the game in a big spot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Douglas fell victim to that. But, you know, Douglas has got so much talent all over the field that, you know, they've got 18 college offers. And, you know, you say that, and it's like, well, you know, those kids, you know, every team could have, you know, guys go to center or guys go to Division three or NAI or wherever. It's like, no, 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 no. Douglas has like eight or nine D one offer guys. Um, and, and that's, 
pretty much the most in the state. Uh, now the the Louisville teams rival that and can surpass that, um, but you know it's it's wild to think that a high school in Lexington has that kind of conglomeration of talent. Yeah, really um, is. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 wild. Yeah. And, you know, in Class 4A, Boyle County is setting the standard here the last couple of years. I expect Franklin County to contend. I expect Johnson Central to always be there because Johnson Central is always there. And they had that big offensive lineman last year. We all believe it's the U.K. now. Um, but Johnson Central is always good. In Class 3A, the Class 3A state championship game last year between Belfry and Paducah Tillman was the best game of the entire state championship weekend. It was phenomenal. It was a running team, a run-only team against a team that just threw it all over the field. Right. And so you saw both styles of play, and it was madness. And that game went right down to the wire, and it was decided on a fourth and seven that was broken for 60 yards by a current U.K. walk-on. That's the kind of action you can see in high school football uh, in Kentucky. I mean, people talk about, you know, Kentucky maybe doesn't have the best football. Come watch it. Come out and see what we got. Right. We got some. We got some pretty good games. And there's all different kinds of level of football. And it's like maybe you're not watching IMG. I'm sorry if we're not, if Kentucky's <laughs> doesn't is not the IMG Academy. But these kids are giving it everything they've got to win those games. And there's some really good talent out there, and kids trying to make a name for themselves, trying to get that. You know, PWO to UK right. if they can, or or even better. Um, so you know, the, the high school football in this state has produced some. You know, people are going to. I think people are going to remember Dane Key when he's when it's said and done. I remember him now, uh, but I think <laughs> more people are going to remember him. And you know, he said like, you know, I put out highlights on Friday night, and Dane Key's. Got some 20,000 view highlights for me on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I, I, not just one of them, a couple of them. Right. And so I'm looking for the next, who's going to be my next 20K highlight on Twitter. Uh, I think it, it, it's coming. It could be Ty Bryant this year. He, he had a good one for me in the spring. Ty Bryant hit an inside the park home run at EKU earlier this <laughs> in the, during the baseball season. So we'll see if he can get me one uh, for Frederick Douglass this year. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. I mean, I got, a, I got one of the best jobs in the world and, uh, uh, it runs me into the ground sometimes, but it's pretty fun. Yeah. Well, where will you be having fun this weekend? What game will you be, what game or games will you be checking out this weekend? I'll be checking a bunch of games, but I will be at the Frederick Douglass Bryant station game to see okay. whether Bryant station can, uh, uh, get over that hump. Uh, I think that Frederick Douglass has beaten every team in Lexington. Um, there are nine teams in Lexington. The only team they haven't played is Sarah because Sarah's too small. Yeah. But uh, they've played everybody else, and they are on a 24-game win streak uh, since the school was founded. They are 20. I think they're 24-0 against city schools, and Bryant Station is going to, to knock that out, uh, trying to break that string. Um, I think they're probably the only team that could do it in the next couple of years. And then we're sending John Hale, our new UK football uh, writer, our transfer portal recruit from the from that the other CK, paper in this right. from the, from the other paper in the state. He is going to be taking in 
the LCA Madison Central game in Richmond. Right. Um, and we're going to have a photographer both at uh, the Madison Central game and at the Douglas game. And we'll have full coverage uh, of those two contests Saturday morning on Kentucky.com and then Sunday in your paper. And then I'll be rounding up every, every game that counts. Uh, you'll know who scored uh, in, in uh, by, I don't know, 1 o'clock on Saturday. It takes me a while to go through them all. But right. I'll probably have roundups from about 20 games uh, Saturday afternoon and then, then in the Sunday uh, Herald Leader. So it's a busy time. Absolutely. Uh, I, I've, I've got coffee, you know, <laughs> on the burner as we speak just to, just to get ready for it. Right. Plenty of caffeine. No, absolutely. No, it's always an exciting time when the, when the high school football season is kicking off. Uh, a lot of great games, as you, and as you said, a lot of great players that people should go out and watch and see for themselves and make their own evaluations of these kids, uh, especially the prospects around the state. Uh, Jared, tell people where they can follow, how they can follow you on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is at HL Preps. And, and, and again, uh, uh, explain your philosophy for Twitter so people know what the, what they <laughs> uh, what to look for when they follow you on Twitter, especially uh, when you're out covering games. Yeah, I go out and cover games, and a lot of times you just see like score updates, and I don't do score updates all that much. When there's a big play, I try to have the big play, and the only time when I won't have a big play is when the big play happens right after a big play. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's already happened to me this, you know, in the last week I was at a soccer game and a goal went in and I'm tweeting out the goal. And then the yeah. other goal goes in, another goal goes in. And so I also got to watch out not to get killed on the sideline as I'm tweeting and hit by a football. Uh, but generally what happens is uh, I'm on the sideline and I don't know where I'll be this week because uh, the, uh, the craziness with that Louisville TV guy. But I'll be somewhere, and I'll have, uh, you know, I shoot the entire, every play of the game, I try to do a video highlight from. Wow. And so I'm constantly shooting and deleting, shooting and deleting. <laughs> and then when something happens, it's like, well, then then I send that up into the Twitter sphere, and I try to tag the schools, I try to tag the kids, and, um, you know, just so that they see it. See it and you see it as it happens. Right. So I try to, you know, nobody else is doing that. I'm giving everybody kind of the TV highlights from the game as the game is going on. Right. And, um, um, you know, it's just, you know, of the high school reporters in the state, there's not many people doing that. I'm just about the only one. And I blame Josh Moore for this because he started this business. <laughs> uh, but I've got it now, and I'm trying to do it better than he does. So, uh, you, you know, if you have a favorite player, turn on his uh, um, notifications so you'll see that stuff happened for, for him. But generally, you know, people check in with it, and then after the game, that's when you know, when the kids get home or get on the bus. That's when those highlights really just start start taking going, off, going taking off and getting those views. And that's you cool. know, I I try to you know people talk to us like we need exposure for our kids. It's like, look, I'm not here for your kids' exposure, but if your kid does something in front of me, it's going to get exposed. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So I wish everybody the best. I don't root for anybody. I just root for a great play and a great game. Right. And, uh, you know, if you beat a Lexington team, 
Good on you. Let's go. Right. I, I write your story too. That's 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 my philosophy as uh, the Herald Leader High School sports writer. Um, if you do it, I'll tell people about it. Yeah, that's great. Well, Jared has uh, carried on the great tradition, Mike Fields to Josh Moore to Jared Peck of covering uh, high school sports for the Herald Leader in Kentucky.com. He does a great job. Be sure and follow him on Twitter. Be sure at HL Preps. Be sure and follow him uh, online on Kentucky.com. And be sure and follow him in the print edition of the Herald Leader. Jared, as always, thanks for being on the podcast and have a great time on Friday and the rest of the season. Thanks very much, John. Okay, that'll do it for this edition of the John Clay Podcast. Thanks, as always, to Jared Peck. Be sure and follow him on Twitter, HL Preps. Read him in the print edition of the Lectionary Leader and check him out online at Kentucky.com. Remember, you can subscribe to this podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast. Give us a rate, rating and review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio Podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at John Clay IV. You can email me at jclay at heraldleader.com. Once again, thanks to Jared Peck. Be sure and check out all of his coverage, uh, not just this Friday, but every Friday during the Kentucky high school football season. And we'll be having more podcasts to come, so stay tuned for those as well. But thanks a lot for listening to this one, and we'll catch you next time on the John Clay Podcast.